Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis. Today, I thought we would take a deeper look at the emotion of shame. Shame is the first of the lower emotions as described in the levels of consciousness by Dr. David Hawkins. Typically, the lower emotions are called negative emotions, but it might be more advantageous to look at them as kind of energy draining. You know, the ones where you feel kind of bad, drained, lackluster, they wipe you out. Now before we deep dive into shame, I wanted to foreshadow just a bit. So over the next few weeks, we're going to dive into one emotion per week. At first, they will seem very negative, which they are. However, there does come a tipping point. At that point, we will move into the positive or energy-creating emotions. This is where the emotional needle goes past that halfway mark and will create a self-perpetuating momentum, and your life will take on a very positive, fun, exciting, and rewarding rhythm. Yay! So what is this downer emotion called shame? Brene Brown has done tremendous work on shame and vulnerability. Just take a look at her TED Talk. It's simply amazing. She says that shame is an unspoken epidemic. Shame tells you that you are not good enough. Things happened when you were growing up, and we all know it. Everyone is a critic, but it turns out that the harshest critic is actually you. She says shame runs two tapes, one of not good enough, and when you get past that one, what comes into play is, so who do you think you are? Shame is not guilt. Shame focuses on the self, while guilt focuses on behavior. So, I am bad versus I did something bad. Now, shame is highly correlated to depression, addiction, violence, aggression, bullying, suicide, eating disorders. She says shame is different by gender. So for women, it's about doing it all, doing it perfectly, and then never letting them see you sweat. For men, shame happens in the following moment. We are never supposed to be perceived as weak. Now the antidote to shame is empathy and a great place to show and experience that is by consciously listening. Now Dr. David Hawkins investigated shame by using muscle testing to create a hierarchy or a staircase of emotions 
from lowest to highest. He talks about this in detail in his book, Power Versus Force. He started at the bottom. Here he found that the lowest emotion is shame. Shame is experienced as the emotion of humiliation. So let's take a look at this. Your emotional state is shame. This starts as the basis for your narrative. This becomes the reference point of every experience throughout your day. Now as the next few weeks go on, what's going to hopefully become clear is that every emotion is going to somehow be your reference point. So the question is, what's your baseline emotion that you want to experience things through? Now back to shame. Shame will determine how you parent, how you interact with others, and how you view yourself. So every experience is filtered through this emotion and will become self-deprecating because it is a completely negative, downward-driving and draining emotion. It's experienced through the need for perfection, which of course sets up failure and thus spirals further downward. Because you feel this through this filter of shame, you feel miserable. Additionally, you set the mood for the day as well as your overall approach to life. So you've determined that all events, which by themselves are actually neutral, will pass through the filter of shame and humiliation. A great exercise is to write down as many of your experiences in one day as possible and see how your perception of them is determined by the reference filter of your base emotion. So let's say you have a stressful email waiting for you at work. You open it, read it, and a dissatisfied customer lists their grievances with an angry email tone. I'm sure we've all experienced this, right? Is it really as bad as you make it out to be though? Is the person trying to harm you? The problem is that the emails experienced through the filter of shame and any issue by the customer is seen by you as a failure within you. You are not perfect. Or you react to it with anger and violence because you view it as an attack on you. So if your base reference point for experiences in the day is rooted in shame, then your difficult email just became an attack on you when in essence it was the author of the email just writing about their frustration. Now all this has already happened by 8.05 a.m. So how's the rest of your day going to play out? How can it get better? Imagine how the email with the same words shows you how you can improve a glitch in the way your business works and instead of your imperfection or need to fight for your very existence, is simply a problem in how it returns a process by your computer system. Shame being the lowest of the emotions is often a form of emotional suicide. You just beat yourself down to the point of where you have absolutely zero energy to do anything. We can feel discredited in every area of our lives. Hawkins states that life at this emotional level can feel like being a non-person. This creates low self-esteem and can very often even lead to physical illness, extreme physical illness. Externally, shame is used as psychological torture. To shame a person is to exile them, emotionally, maybe even physically from a group. So some form of therapy is required to get out of this state or that someone actually, truly, with empathy, listens to you. It does not have to be traditional therapy, but some type of breakthrough has to take place, which has to be accompanied by some sort of action in order to shift your emotional state. 
Failure to get out of this state is dangerous. Hawkins calibrated shame at a vibrational level of 20 out of 1,000. So think about that, how low that really is. So this is a very difficult state to be in and most likely very challenging events and circumstances took place for you to be in this state, but there is hope. So that's the good news. Please hear this. There is hope. Yes, it will take work. Change has to happen. You have to decide that enough is enough. Maybe for a while you need to surround yourself with people who do not know your current story. With them, you start your life with a different story and a different vibration. There are many different tools and we'll go over this down the road. However, the work does have to be done. So please hear that there is hope. It is not all based on despair. So the emotional warrior is a person who is willing to, as Brene Brown points out, be vulnerable. Vulnerability is what happens to you when you are in a compassionate state and with empathy that is how we get out of this state called shame i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will see you next time around take care hey thank you for sharing your time with us today we would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.